For quite some time now, I've had this idea of how to repurpose that old audio content way back there in your podcast archives. In this episode of Podcast Vacation, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is and how you can do it. My name is Kerry Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. This show is all about podcasting, how to do it, how not to do it, best practices, interesting news items that have to do with the realm of podcasting, and who knows what else. And I'm trying to do it all with a little bit of fun and some information to help you get a show going, keep yours going, or make it better. And if you like what's going on here on the show, I would appreciate it, oh, so appreciate it, if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find out how to do that at podcastfasttrack.com slash review. That's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. I guess you could say this episode is for all you old-timer podcasters, those guys who have been podcasting so long, their hair's falling out, their bones are getting brittle, you know, guys like Dave Jackson. No, I'm just kidding, Dave. Dave is the grandfather of podcasting around here, but he's not that old. Well, anyway, this episode is going to talk about an idea that I've had, I've had for quite a long time, about how you can repurpose those old podcast episodes and make it fresh and new and use it again, there, there's great benefits to repurposing, not only for your audience, but for yourself. You know, it's content you don't have to produce. You've already produced it. You just have to figure out creative ways to reuse it. So let's think about this for a second. You've created so many episodes of incredible content over the years. I mean, walk through it. Guest interviews, teaching segments, tricks of the trade, step-by-step -step tutorials. I mean, all of that and more. There's, there's such great content that you've put out over the years, it's a pity that it's probably sitting on some server at the bottom of your archives and is seldom being heard any longer. So the question is, how do you jumpstart all that great older content that you have in your archives? The answer is through repurposing it. Now, we should stop and say, what is repurposing? Maybe that's a new concept to you. It's kind of a buzzword on the internet right now. I don't want to assume that you know what I'm talking about. So here's my best stab at a definition. Repurposing is the reuse of older content or material. It's pretty simple. You're just reusing it. You're purposing it again for a new purpose. So imagine looking through your podcast show archives. You might have 100, 200, even 900 episodes in there. You want to figure out how to get the evergreen stuff. You know, that content that still applies and will always apply. You want to get that out into the airwaves again so that more people can benefit. But you don't want to do it just by republishing the episode because that's just kind of stale sounding to me anyway. It just doesn't feel right. How are you going to do that creatively? Well, I've got just the way for you to use those old podcast audios in a new ways. I want to walk you through this idea and I want to challenge you to consider doing it yourself. You see, I've challenged some big name podcasters to give this a try, and none of them have had the guts to do it. I don't know why. 
I don't know their heart or their mind or their motives, but I am convinced this will work. I'm even going to include for you an example of what it might sound like using some audio from one of my old podcast episodes from an old podcast I did a long time ago. So stay tuned. You're going to love this. But before we move ahead, let's face the facts. Repurposing old content can be challenging. I mean, there's two sides to it. You don't want your current audience to feel like you talk about the same things over and over. And the word repurposing sounds kind of like that. What if they've heard the episode before? What if it seems like old stuff to them? Well, those are very real concerns. But you also have to realize that there are people who haven't followed you for very long. For them, repurposing could enable them to hear the content from your archives for the very first time. You don't want to withhold valuable, helpful information from potential new customers, clients, or listeners just because you're afraid someone else might have heard it before. Do you? So the question is this, could there be a way to walk that balance between boring the old timers and inspiring the newcomers? I believe there is. And here's what I call it. I call it the quick tips podcast repurposing strategy. I call it the quick tip strategy because I picture repurposing that old content in short, powerful, inspirational sound bites. Imagine quotes from past guests from yourself from webinars or teachings that motivate and inspire people. They can serve as reminders, quick calls to action, productivity prompters that your listeners need to hear again, because we all leak. Did you know that we leak? We get good ideas in us and good content in us and good uh, inspiration in us, and it just leaks right out. So you want to remind them, and that's what these quick tips could do. If you're willing to serve as an inspiration and motivation to your listeners in a whole new way, keep listening. Here's the steps you need to take. Step number one, you need to evaluate your old content. All right, for sake of example, let's imagine that you do an interview style show. And over the years, you've interviewed industry leaders, big names in your niche who have tons of knowledge and expertise that they can share with your audience again. If you were to pull out one of those old episodes, let's just think about one of them for a second and give it a listen again. How much of the content of that one episode do you think would still be applicable to your audience today? 10%, 30%, 50%, 80%? Now, unless the sole focus of that conversation with that particular guest was the launch of a product or a service or a book, my educated guess is that you'll be closer to the 80% mark when it comes to that episode's relevance for today. Now, even if I'm being totally unrealistic in my estimation, and you only come up with 50% relevance, you've got to stop and think that through, what that could mean for you and your audience. You've got 50 to 80% of one of your old episodes that is still relevant to your audience today. And it's sitting in your archives helping nobody. Now, the next step is add up how many older episodes you've got in the archive. Let's say you've got 100, a nice round number that'll make it easy. And let's subtract 15 of those saying that those were book releases or product launches that are not relevant today. Okay, that's 85 older episodes. Each of those with 50 to 80% usable content. That is a goldmine of podcast audio to repurpose. And here's how you do it. Let's go to step number two. You're going to choose how you want to repurpose all that great content. So you're picking out a format. You're picking out a a feel or a style for how you're going to do this. This is the fun part, really. Or depending on how you're wired, it could be the difficult part. 
you get to decide how to go about repurposing that old podcast audio. You could create an entirely new show, or you could add a new segment or a weekly or monthly episode to your existing show. What? Okay, I'll give you a couple of examples to show you what I mean. Here's a real-life example. One podcaster I listen to regularly, his name is James Schramko. You can find links to James's show in the show notes for this episode at podcastfasttrack.com slash 010. 010 is what that means. 010. 010. You know, like 007, only 010. 010. Okay, on we go. Anyway, James does a show that I would say is not a one style of episode. Here's what I mean by that. James does interviews. He does event promos. He does shorter, quick tip type episodes. Does that sound familiar? And he does all those in the same podcast feed. It's not a problem for his audience because we've all come to expect the variety. Some episodes are going to be short, actionable tips. Others will be lengthy conversations or webinar videos. And we, the listeners, don't mind because we're sold on James and the way that he does business. Now stop for a second and get that through your head. Adding to the flavor of your show by adding segments to it or even entirely different types of episodes will not throw your listeners for a loop. You let them know ahead of time. You promo it for them. It's going to help them tremendously. You can even get some buzz going about this kind of thing. It's going to add value to your show, thereby increasing your value to your listeners. That means your listeners are going to trust you more. They're going to turn to you more as a resource. And some of them, lo and behold, might even become your clients or your customers. So here's the questions you need to ask yourself and your team if you work with the team. Should I just add a small segment to my existing show by reusing some of this old content? Or should I add a new type of episode to my show that consists entirely of old content that I'm repurposing? Or another option, should I consider a new show altogether? That is the quick tip show. And who knows, there could be other options beside those, but those are the three I've come up with. But you've got to choose how you're going to put those bite-sized morsels of podcastificating goodness out into the airwaves again. And once you've done that, you're ready to move on to step number three. That's where you're going to mine the content from your older episodes. This is the time-intensive part which I'm guessing is probably why I've not gotten many people to try out this idea. You've got to go through your old audio and listen to it and identify the gold nuggets that you're going to use for your repurposing efforts. Now, depending on the size of your operation, your team, you could do this yourself, which means you'd have to listen to the old audio, pick out the quick tips or quotes you want to use, cut and paste them to your audio editor and produce the new audio. You could assign it to a VA or an assistant. That's a much better idea, I think. You give them your criteria. They can listen through and write down the timestamps of the nuggets that they find. And then you pass that on to whoever does your editing. You could outsource this whole thing to a company like mine at podcastfasttrack.com. You would provide the criteria and we would do the actual editing and production for you. So all you're having to do is give us your criteria. That's it. Or who knows? There may be some high-powered audio tech on Fiverr who's itching to get his first job. You can always hope. Regardless of how you go about it, you've got to do it. You've got to pick out those gold nuggets to highlight for your new Quick Tips episodes. Now, taking that kind of content from older podcast episodes where 50 to 80% of the content is still relevant to your listeners, I'm guessing you're probably going to find 10 or more Quick Tip quotes 
per old episode. Wait, wait, just a minute. Let's do the math on that. 85 episodes times 10 quick tip quotes. That's 850 new segments or podcast episodes. Wow, talk about repurposing. This is the way to do it. You've just repurposed 85 pieces of forgotten content. You've multiplied it into 850 new gold nuggets to help your audience build your brand and position yourself as the go-to guy or gal in your niche. So what would I do? With that much repurposed content, I think I'd give it its own show. I'd leverage my current audience to get lots of ratings and reviews on iTunes the minute the show went live. I'd encourage them to pass these quick, actionable tips on to their friends and associates. And I'd suspect I'd also pick up an entirely new demographic of listeners who prefer short, concise, easy-to-apply podcast content. Okay, now here's the sample episode of how I do it. I'm taking this from my old show, the Christian Home and Family Podcast. Here's an example of a quick tip from that show. Here's another Christian Home and Family Minute from the folks over at ChristianHomeAndFamily.com. So here's the first lie. Number one, if my kids come out with good values, I've done my work at raising good Christian children. All right, Steve, fire away. Of course, we want our kids to have good values, and that's a point of our spiritual upbringing, but it's not enough. Unfortunately, so many people, and and even a lot of the curricula that you find in in Christian churches these days, focuses on teaching kids values, teaching kids to to look good and to to behave right and to cherish the right things. And to some extent, you know, like I said, that's what we want. But in the end, really what we want them to have is, is a real connection with Jesus Christ, a relationship with Him. We want them to get to a point where they understand the reconciliation that is in Christ. Christ. Unfortunately, if we focus just on the values, I think too often our kids come away feeling like Christianity or faith is about the rules. And it's, uh, it tends to be a new form of legalism that we build in these kids. That was Steve Johnson sharing lie number one of 10 lies parents tell their kids. You can find out more about Steve and the ministry of Christian Home and Family at ChristianHomeAndFamily.com. Okay, that's it. That sounds pretty cool. It sounds like there's people who would really like that kind of a show, and it's not really all that hard to do. So here's the question. Are you willing to try this repurposing idea? If you're willing to give this a shot and report your experience to me and my listening audience, I would love to chat with you about it. I'd like to talk to you about how how to go about it. Maybe you need some help, or maybe you understand it completely now, and you'll just go for it. That's great. I'd like to talk with you about the experience that you have, and I'd like to talk with you about the results you see coming from it. You can get in touch with me at Carrie, and it's spelled C-A-R-E-Y, at podcastfasttrack.com. Thank you so much for listening to Podcastification. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. 
full production, editing, and show notes all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Could there be a way to walk that balance between boring the old timers and inspiring the new ones? New ones. New timers? Is that what I'm saying? No. One style of episode kind of show. It's, that's really funny. I'm doing quotes here with my hands and no one's watching.